whether or not we all realize it, those of us who serve the Lord are participating in the most epic adventure of all time, space, and history. I think it's about time that we start celebrating the miraculous and wonderful ways that God touches our lives in everyday circumstances. I'm Karen Pennington, and this is Daily Adventures in Grace. friends, Karen Pennington here, and I have recently found a tell for my mother on the phone, you know, like a tell like when they say or do something, some sort of mannerism that shows you, gives you a link into what they might be thinking. So I called on Sunday, a couple days ago, or maybe Saturday, I don't know, something like that. No, it would have been Sunday. And I wanted to talk to her. I was mostly bored because I walk around town, didn't feel like listening to a podcast. I just like, I'm going to call somebody. So I called and I'm like, hi, mama. And she said, what's up? And I immediately knew she's doing something. I don't know why instinctively I never knew this before. This is why my mother is so loving and so sweet. She's really short too, by the way, but I digress. Usually when you call her, she goes, Oh, hi, hon. And it's like this long, it's almost people like, hi, hon, not hi, hon. But if you say, what's up, that means, like, she meant business, and she said it quickly. So, like, the words people use sometimes when they answer the phone, try this, will tell you whether or not they really are interested in talking to you at that specific point. And the quicker they say it, the more, the more quickly they want you to state your business. My mother would... Never, I can't ever hear her picking up the phone going, um, all right, so I'm in a little bit of a hurry, so if it's something really important, tell me. If not, I'm going to hang up in a minute because that, she just, she never wants anyone to feel unwelcome and she'd never dream of doing that to her children. My daughter will do exactly that. I call, hey, mom, I don't really have time. Do you need something? <laughs> and I honestly, she, my mom is the, the most honest person I um no, but in that point, I think my daughter's more like direct and to the point. My mom will go, what's up? And so I have this whole interpretation. She goes, what's up? What's up? And it's like there was almost no vowels in it. And I'm like, okay, so what she's really saying is I love you, and I know that I haven't answered the last couple times you called, so I want you to know you're valued. But really, I'd rather not talk to you right now because I'm doing something else that I'm either concentrating on or I want to do. So I tested it. I said, Mom, are you doing something? And she said, it's a Steelers game. Now, my mama, sweetest person in the world, but you, she turns, this little cuddly teddy bear turns into a mama she bear you get between her and her Steelers, her and her football game. So I'm like, okay, I'll call you later. I'll call you later. So evidently that particular day, nobody else had anything to answer to. So I'm calling around. I'm like, I'm going to call my brother and went straight to voicemail. I called another brother, went straight to voicemail. Evidently, he was watching the Cleveland Browns at that point. So... I feel sorry for him. Go Steelers. But so he wasn't going to answer even. So I finally get my niece and she answers. What does she say? What's up? So I try it again. Are, are you busy? Yeah, I'm actually at work. So so her what's up means I love you, Aunt Karen. I love talking to you. I love your calls. But I really shouldn't be on the phone right now. So it, it's funny. So I try it. It's like you try it. And so I'm talking to my husband about it on the phone because nobody else answered my phone call. And it, he just in the middle of nowhere goes, what's up? I'm like, he's, I need to pump gas. He didn't. 
<laughs> What's up, Matt? Okay, I'm done talking to you. I don't really want to talk on the phone anyways. I'm going to pump gas. <laughs> Just test it. How long people... Now, I called my, my mom either the next day or the day after. And she goes, hi, hon. And I said, oh, you're not busy. She said, no, not at all. <laughs> so we had this nice long conversation. And I told her, just, just try it. Call somebody. And if their answer is, what's up? Or better yet, when someone calls you and you go, what's up? It, it usually means one of three things. Like, okay, you won't stop blowing up the phone. So hurry up and state your business so I can get on with my day. There's that. There's the, I love you and I don't want to ignore you. And then there's the, okay, this might be something important because you've called a couple times. So, But it almost never is, oh, why don't we sit and talk for a long time? That just doesn't, it, it just doesn't happen. I'm turning my phone off because sometimes it goes off in the middle of this and it's not doing it for me. There we go. Um, so <laughs> just, just try it. But... It, it reminded me. So I'm not, that's now the forever and always for me, the what's up test. You know, <laughs> calls. So my husband called and I needed to do something. I was at the grocery store and I couldn't be like carrying everything around and I'm having my phone up to my ear. I don't, I'm not really a Bluetooth person. So he called and I went, what's up? And he starts talking. I'm like, Ben, what did I just say? And he's like, oh, I get it. What's going on? And then we called back later. But <laughs> So just try that. But, you know, okay, so. We kind of treat a lot of stuff like that, you know? Have you thought about it? It's, um, of course you haven't, because I just told you. Uh, the way we eat, there's those meals that we savor. We'll go with friends. We'll just savor a course at a time. A couple hours long, we savor the food. We eat it quickly. We savor our friends. Then there's the, oh, no, I have to be out of the door in five minutes. How do I shovel this in my mouth? And sometimes we'll take really, really good food, and we shovel it into our mouth. We just don't savor it. We just more sort of like inhale it. And it's, it's actually worse for our digestion, but sometimes it's just like, really, we treat the food like, what's up? Like, okay, this is important. I know I need to do it. Let me get this over with so I can get what I need done so I can go do what really needs to take more time. And it's silly because sometimes it's like, what's up? What's up? And then what I really want to do is watch four hours of television or play a video game or Go do something that really doesn't matter that much. Um, so I'm going to speed up this thing that's important, this relationship that's important. And holy moly, do we do that to God? Do we do that to God? Those of us who even have, let's be honest, have time that we spend with God, we do this. All right, let me get out of the way. All right, let me just hurry up. And I, I Because of the nature of what I do, because of my calling in ministry, I probably read at least five or six chapters a day, sometimes more. And sometimes in the morning, it's more like, okay, let me hurry up. Or I have this devotional time that's, I, I still go to scripture, but it's pre-scripture where I'm listening to worship music and just trying to lean into God and invite his presence. And it's, what's up? What's up? And my husband and I, we have um, really feel called that we need to be leaning into God together Honestly, I did first, and I'm like, I think you should be called too. <laughs> and he was gracious enough to listen and consider. And but we have this show we watch at night. It varies because we, we, you know, we've been been watched till it's over. But the show we're on right now, and um, I won't tell you, it doesn't matter. But he, you know, we want to get into it, and so we're like preparing to watch. You know, how much TV all there? Preparing to watch an hour and a half of television, and it's like seven. 7 30 at night and then sometimes right in the middle of the show it's like oh yeah we forgot to pray so ben will put it on pause 
and I say a quick prayer, then we go back on the show, and and it's like we're treating God like he's a what's up, you know, <laughs> like let me just fit this thing in here that I have to fit in here, and then it's like so we have this whole day, and then we try to create this little space for God in our whole day. Like we do with the food. Like we don't function without food. We need stuff in our system. And we treat the very thing that is our life source physically, that is our fuel, we treat it like a side note and then treat things that aren't important like they're our very fuel, like they fuel us. And then we do it with God. We treat our daily bread like he's our daily, I don't know, cookie. You know, oh man, do I love cookies. Then we treat the things that aren't like our daily cookies, like they're our daily bread. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. I'm really out of it today. But I found the scripture. Um, It's pretty famous, but I will read it in the common English version. You may not have heard this one this way. Psalm 42. Just like a deer craves streams of water, my whole being craves you. My, My whole being thirst for God, for the living God. When I when will I come and see my God's face? My tears have been my food both day and night as people constantly question me. Where's your God now? But I remember these things as I bear my soul, how I made my way to the mighty one's abode, to God's own house with joyous shouts and thanksgiving songs. A huge crowd celebrating the festival. He's talking about going to the temple. He's talking about going to the Lord's table. He's talking about longing for God. When's the last time we longed for God? Last night, Ben and I really, we had this great time with the Lord. Um, I had a bit of a battle before that. So what is it that gets us to that point? Where we treat God like that long lost friend who's calling that we haven't heard from. You know, the person, the love of our life who we can't help but hear from. It just can't help but hear the sound of their voice how do we get to that instead of going what's up alright God state your business download what you need to download to me do it quickly so I can get out with my day this is somebody who longed for God not just what God had to say not just what God had to give but the presence of God and I'll tell you what caused it it's down to verse 5 I didn't even tell you what this is Psalm 42 verse 5 why, I ask myself, are you so depressed? Why are you upset? i look this this way. Inside, hope in God, because I will again give him thanks. My saving presence in my God. This is someone who is depressed. When does a steak take, taste the best? When does a piece of bread taste the best? When you haven't eaten anything for a while. When you're hungry sometimes we're hungry and we don't realize it because hunger has to do more with putting food than with just putting something in our mouths it's the way our body craves actual nourishment i love cookies i got cookies i don't always love cookies there are these cookies maybe i shouldn't call them that i call them crack cookies and i probably would hate them if i ate too much but they're like like a little graham cracker and they have marshmallows on them and then they have chocolate fudge on top of that so that probably either sounds gross or wonderful to you but I got some yesterday, and I, I ate four. Two are a serving. Four are too much. There's 12, and I literally had to ask. My husband had to hide them so I wouldn't eat more than four. Uh, but I can fill up on those and feel stuffed, but have no nourishment. I'm hungry, and I don't even know it. I 
think we're hungry for God. We cry out for God and in our inner beings and we don't even know it. So how do we cultivate that hunger? I guess the way we cultivate anything. Have you ever noticed if you start eating healthy food, you crave it more? If you start drinking water, then you start craving it when it's gone. If all you drink is soda, then water's kind of like, Rah. I don't really miss soda. I don't drink it that much anymore because it, I blow up. <laughs> I don't like blowing up with it. It's, just, it's not good for me. I'm getting too old for it. But it, I do drink it sometimes. But the more I drink water, the more I miss it when it's gone. The more I eat healthy, the more I realize, you know, when we have a taste of the things that are healthy and good in life, and we continue to cultivate that appetite, then we notice when they're gone. And we're more satisfied when we have them. And we're less satisfied. We recognize how unsatisfied we are without them. Uh, I had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of years where I was just very unhealthy. And I was always tired. I was always dragging it. I didn't realize how tired I was until years later, you know, recently, where I'll try to eat very healthy and fairly healthy. I mean, I'm not a health nut, but then I'll have a couple of days where I just have fast food and soda and not enough water. And I just start dragging and I notice the difference now I notice how much I miss that genuine nourishment when I don't have it so sometimes maybe that point in your life where you're feeling dry and drained and needy and not enough maybe those are a gift I know it's hard to see it that way, but maybe those are a gift because, you know, like Jesus said in Matthew 5, 5, 2, I believe, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Because how do we know to come to God if we don't know we're hungry for him? So here's a challenge for all of us, for those of us who are struggling that seems to be a daily thing for me. For those of us who are feeling like there's a need that's not met. Maybe even those of us who feel like we have everything, but, oh my goodness, why am I feeling like something's missing? Could that be a gift? Could that be God calling us into a deeper relationship, whether it's a relationship at all if we don't have one, or just to rest in his presence? And it'll be a little hard at first if we don't know how to do it because we're fidgety. We're an ADHD culture. We don't know how to sit still. But just to sit even for a minute or two minutes, try not to fill it with anything but just saying, God, put music on, you know. And for those of us that don't feel like that, those of us who are like, I'm good, I'm great, God's good, my life is great. What's up? This is way too long of a post right now. You said 10 minutes, it's been 15. Okay, so maybe you got to do your thing, but maybe it's time for us all to examine our appetites. What are we eating what are we consuming? Is it really what we need? It's a challenge for me first. Because honestly, right now I just want cookies. <laughs> Dear Lord, forgive us for treating you with that what's up attitude, Lord. Sometimes on the phone we need to just get the business out of the way. But Lord, you're more than just the five minute business. You're you're our very, very essence and existence. And we need you and we long for you whether we realize it or not. Help us to realize it, God. 
help us to lean into you because I know that even as we cry out to you and ask for your presence, even though it's what we need, even though it's a request, I know you count that as worship because we're recognizing our need for you. And I know you fill us when we ask for that, Lord. So may that be so. May you be glorified in a new and amazing way throughout the earth today. And just touch hearts that don't know they need you and show them the truth, God. In your name, amen. Be blessed, my friends. May you experience a holy hunger. It's a satiable hunger. A hunger and thirst for God. And may you be filled.